0: There's no question that COVID-19 has changed the world forever. From daily inconsequential tasks to life-changing choices and actions, while we work to adapt, clever minds are also seeking the opportunities that arise in its wake. Such is the case with Daniel Lubin, founder and CEO of Entry Point Capital, who spoke with us on the role of artificial intelligence and its rise in the healthcare industry. Hailing from a long family line of pharmacists, doctors, and inventors, Daniel pursued the disruptive innovation side of healthcare, focusing on predicting the ways the industry will change.
1: We've developed a way of looking at the industry and expressing the theme through the construction of a universe of stocks that adhere to healthcare transformation based on a framework that I developed uh, on the research side. The world of healthcare investors is in my opinion, focused on these traditional silos of big pharma, biotech, med tech, healthcare services, healthcare information technology. And the the investment banks, whether they be on the investment banking side or the equity research side or the capital market side, they're all aligned up Uh, looking at the industry according to these traditional silos, and it's what the market has come to expect. That vision of healthcare is, in my opinion, obsolete.
0: So how do investors approach the industry differently? How does EntryPoint look at the business of healthcare if traditional models are facing obsolescence?
1: My view of the world was that these silos were rapidly sort of crumbling as independent and uniquely differentiated and that more and more companies were blending different elements of each silo and integrating from outside of traditional healthcare a number of enabling tools that would make it possible to meaningfully change how healthcare gets delivered and developed in this country. We don't think that the healthcare industry should be limited to companies that are classified as healthcare companies. When in fact, many companies, even Google and Amazon and Facebook, they all have healthcare businesses and they're all looking hard at how to get into the industry. That is not just happening at the very top of the tech ecosystem, it's happening, happening up and down the food chain. Many, many companies are recognizing the unique opportunity to bring their tools into this industry and make a difference and generate a really successful business opportunity.
0: AI is one of the most disruptive technologies in our world today, impacting many of the world's largest industries, especially major tech companies, who now are moving into the healthcare market this moment seems key for the healthcare industry to benefit from artificial intelligence and machine learning.
1: It's really important to understand that these tools that that are the subject of you know part of our conversation today, they have been developed in other, and very successfully deployed in other industries. Healthcare is late to the party. The problem with healthcare, uh, as you know, uh, it's a life and death industry. So when things don't go right, um, you know, bad things happen. And that has places a, a, almost a natural inertia in the system for embracing new approaches. Uh, a lot of what you see in healthcare uh, is really just evolution and, the, and sort of the better mousetrap. But when you start to get into radical new approaches, it can take a while. And then when you layer in... The fact that we have a fragmented healthcare system, we have physician and, and institutional biases, and and in some instances perverse incentives or malincentives, it can it can really interfere with um, the speed with which really new ideas that have a tremendous potential ultimately get adopted. But I do believe that the you know we reached a tipping point in what the country can afford to pay. And I do think that the crisis we're in right now has exacerbated movement towards, uh, towards getting, punching through that tipping point. And I do think that um, we're going to see certain technologies really speed up in terms of their, their market acceptance. And it's going to create some tremendous opportunity for, for investors that are on the right side of that trade.
0: Some of these opportunities have already made themselves apparent during the COVID-19 crisis. Telemedicine, for example, was an existing technology that surged during this perfect storm of available technology, affordable implementation, and high demand. We have
1: been able to deliver telemedicine for decades, but it took Teladoc and um, and their ability to come up with a really effective business model that leveraged the bandwidth that's now available very inexpensively be able to deliver a high quality image in a patient uh, physician consult and uh, and then the fact that they were able to demonstrate efficacy and extremely you know cost effective patient uh, encounters and the insurance companies and the payers were ready and then COVID came along and suddenly patients couldn't go to doctors' offices but they were still getting sick and boom. You have a company that literally goes from a half a billion dollar valuation to a 13 billion dollar valuation in a blink of an eye. And that just gives you a sense of how much opportunity there is in getting this theme right and and getting behind the companies that represent the winning model over the next
0: decade. AI and machine learning have helped these companies take enormous amounts of data and process it into insight. In an industry utilized by billions of people across the globe with a relatively small number of experts, AI steps in to fill the gap. And not only that, but discover insight that human eyes may not be able to see.
1: Every industry has, you know, has a tremendous amount of data. Healthcare has not only a tremendous amount of data, much of it is unstructured. And the unstructured data sets are, you know, are very difficult for humans to be able to look at both the linear and the nonlinear relationships between data and derive insight and, and potentially clinical decisions or clinical decision support. And I think that when you look at where the, how the tool, I would call it an enabling tool, how the enabling tool, where is it finding its initial traction? Where is it rooted? It's rooting in places where there's a tremendous amount of data, the data is well-organized, and as a result, you can leverage the power of AI and ML to be able to drive you know, a serious and important step up in, in, in both the quality and, uh, and the cost of what you're doing.
0: Here's a specific, tangible example of how AI is impacting the industry. Telemedicine is becoming a prolific alternative to in-person patient care, but there are sometimes limitations to a remote visit. For instance, dermatologists use something called the Fitzpatrick score to determine a person's skin type. This has only been done face-to-face before, but a new company is using AI to change that.
1: Dermatologists embed his solution in their teledermatology practice, and then the patient takes a picture of their skin and the algorithm gives the skin, this, it basically first does a Fitzpatrick score, and then, then looks at the lesion, and based on billions of images it has access to, they're able to make, make a prediction, or let's say millions of images, right? Ultimately, it'll be millions. But millions of images, it's able to make a diagnosis that, um, that can then be viewed by the physician, in the, during the teledermatology consult to determine whether the patient needs to come in for a biopsy or not. And it's moving from, you know, from the hospital or the physician's office into the home. That wouldn't be possible without AI and machine learning.
0: And beyond diagnosis and data management, even treatments are being impacted. The balancing act of various pharmaceuticals for patients with multiple diagnoses can be tricky, even for experienced doctors. That's where AI's data analysis comes in again.
1: Think about all the possible interactions of 12, 18, 20 drugs in your body at the same time and how you want to manage that and the amount of data required to to process. That's a great example of how we can use uh, AI and ML to make the drugs more effective and drive down the cost of a really expensive uh, episode of
0: care. And in the case of COVID-19 and the legacy it leaves behind, AI has already played a major role.
1: Where is it being, you know, being applied right now in, in COVID? It's still very early days, but you can you can see where you've got contact tracing, you've got the epidemiology of where something begins, you know, and 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 what the risks are of it spreading within a, a geographical area. They're using AI in a number of different ways right now to try to lay the groundwork work for both prediction and prevention. And then, obviously, look at drug discovery and development. When, when a drug company you know, has an idea or hypothesis around a mechanism of action that could result in an innovative new way of treating a disease, there, you know, a lot of that is happening at the molecular, in, in, with, through molecular simulation and essentially processing an incredible amount of information in order to determine what particular molecule or molecular structure might be most spe- you know, most specific and most effective in you know, before you even put it in an animal, let alone a human being.
0: This extends to the current global hunt for a vaccine as well. The, the scientists are running millions and millions of simulations. Around a specific
1: molecular structure, let's say, to try to determine whether that molecule is going to work when it moves into the clinic or not. You're just—it's all about probabilities, right? And hits. So you start there, but then the other place where it's playing an important role is in, uh, you know, clinical trials recruitment and, you know, and basically trying to sift, you know, use use AI to sift through the profiles of patients. To determine which patients might be the best patients for a specific, you know, a a specific variant, or, or you know, when you get into deeper into the clinical studies, you know, like for example, Moderna is now launching a 15,000 patient study for their vaccine. Where are they going to get all those patients, and how are they going to determine which ones are most eligible for, you know, for the vaccine? So they'll use. They'll be leveraging AI and machine learning as they screen through all the possible candidates to determine which ones are, are, are best for the trial. And, they'll be, and that'll become basically an enabling technology to drive the human side of the clinical research process.
0: And this might explain the truest value of AI to this industry. The sheer quantity of data that's gone through to make determinations in healthcare has surpassed what humans are able to do on their own.
1: If you try to recruit fifteen thousand, you might literally look at a million different files. How many people does it take to try to figure that out? A machine can do that on an accelerated basis and basically gin up your highest probability hits, and then you can focus on those on those um, on those particular patient files in order to determine whether they're they're the right candidate for the for the you know for the vaccine. It's it's very important that they do a a good job of matching the guidelines to the patient, to the drug. And that can very easily be assisted by AI and ML.
0: Artificial intelligence has already impacted the healthcare industry, from research and development, all the way through pharmaceutical distribution. And in such a cautious industry, notoriously hesitant to new practices and technologies, COVID-19 has changed the game once again surging this development forward in new and exciting ways. Investors should recognize that traditional models may be nearing obsolescence and keep an eye on this rapidly changing horizon for what will hopefully be a better, healthier future. To explore the legacy of COVID-19 along with us, subscribe to this podcast and visit wealth.us.cibc.com. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC, and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.